<laughs> Yay. That felt good. That did feel good. That felt decisive. Yes. Why does 2021 already feel kind of good? Oh, I mean, for a million reasons? I mean... But, like, nothing is demonstrably different, you know? Well, I mean, we're about to have a new president. God, I hope so. I keep looking at Twitter and hating what I'm seeing. I hate it so much. I'm not... I mean, things might get bad. You saw that Nancy Pelosi's house got vandalized and stuff. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. That was mostly about um, stimulus package stuff, but I don't understand why she was the target of that. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like it I'm doesn't. just, I'm living for that that audio that came out yesterday. The, the yes, phone call. Oh. yes, with him with Georgia. Mm-hmm. I know. What? What uh, the fuck is happening? I. <laughs> I cannot wait until I don't have to think about him. <laughs> That is the fucking truth. He's a shit. And uh, for some reason, despite the fact that he is still there and still doing his nonsense and hospitals are full and they're turning gift rooms into ICUs, uh, uh, gift shops into ICUs for real. And despite the fact that there is like crazy numbers, uh, there, there, there are a crazy number of videos of footage taken from New Year's Eve where giant house fucking parties were held and people are in there together, sweating, maskless. <laughs> yup, yup. All having a grand old time. Like people wanted to do that before this. <laughs> um, uh, did you see that uh, Trump was supposed to be at uh, a Mar-a-Lago party? Mar-a-Lago, and he didn't show up. The whole headline was like, uh, maskless partiers left to um, be entertained by Giuliani and Vanilla Ice. And Vanilla Ice! And I yes. was just like, that, they couldn't even get Kid Rock anymore. They were like... I know! <laughs> My mom was the one to tell me this news, and she goes, I, was it Ice Tea? It was, oh, and I'm like, it was not iced tea. Not, it was not. <laughs> and I was like, it was vanilla ice, and there's a distinct difference. Oh at least God. one. <laughs> oh. <sighs> yeah. All right. Just, but no, I have. Right. I I feel like the weather has been nice. Yeah. And like we, I, I, I'm. I just feel better. I feel better. And I know mm. it's just like. It's that brain plasticity again, right? Yes. Like, we're all just tricking ourselves into one thing or another. Yep. Constantly. We really are. And on top of that, uh, like, the actual effects have kind of been phenomenal for me. I have not written one word of, of writing geared for entertainment. I have not written anything in 2020, or at mm. least since, since lockdown. The week between Christmas and New Year's, or maybe right before Christmas, mm-hmm. I finally felt ready to open up a project again. <gasps> Hooray! And I've been writing. That's amazing. What? It's great. That's so it's good. It's great. And I got together with my co-writer on this, and like she had nudged me early on in the year when things were really, really, really on fire. And, and I had told her, but kind of vaguely, I was like, I'm really sorry. Uh, uh, things are crazy in New York and kind of crazy in my house. So I, I just don't have 
I don't have room or space for this. Also, looks like no TV is going to be made maybe ever again. So let's uh, re, you know, let's like circle back. Sure. And so she and I really didn't touch base for most of the year. And she sent me a, she called me and she was like, hey, I know you were working on some other things this year, but, and I was like, oh, is that what you thought I was doing? (laughs) I mean, this is a thing. I'm so sorry. No, I promise you. I didn't like, (laughs) I wasn't like not excited about our project and then decided. Yeah, I know, right? And I was like, actually, I've been sitting in a depression (laughs) hole, nine stories underground. Oh my God. And I was like, I came out and she was like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, so that's my year. (laughs) And she was like, oh. Well, I'm so proud of you and also thank you because I totally just thought you like lost interest in this. And I was like, no, 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 I'm just using a crazy internal year for crazy internal processes. Yeah, I get that. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) I do think that mostly people think the best of us. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure that there's Ah. a couple of people out there who think that I'm trash and that's fine. Fuck it. Fuck them. Um, also, I to to your point right there, not trash, but like people thinking the best of you. I got this lovely email from a from a filmmaker that I collaborated with. Uh, oh, maybe like five years ago. Sh- lovely, lovely gal, and she was. Um, she sent me like um, a an image release thing because she wanted to put something up that we had done years ago, and I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, here you go. Hope you're well. And she was like, oh my god, you seem like you're just killing it. And I was like killing it hmm what could that possibly mean right now (laughs) i'm living my life and Uh, i mean i'm not (laughs) you're not drowning under a weighted blanket like the rest of us or at least you don't seem to be apparently although i do now i forgot to tell you oh my god the the best and craziest gift that i got on christmas was a gravity blanket is that a weighted Lillian. blanket? Is that yes. what that is? Uh-huh. Yes. Nice. Lillian, I the problem is I put it on on the couch and I'm like, oh, but then I also can't get it off of me. <laughs> and also when, <laughs> when it inevitably falls to the floor, which of course it does, uh-huh. you have to like put all of you into this thing is 15 pounds bitch i do not know why it feels so insurmountably heavy it feels it well it's because you've never tried to lift up 15 pounds distributed over like a six by it. 10 area i'm sure your blanket's not the size of an area right but like regardless it's big yeah it's, it's big and it's so heavy and it falls to the floor i'm like not it <laughs> That's so funny. I um, uh, in my in my glamorous life that I've mentioned, uh, we have a, a waterproof blanket that we keep on the on the bed now because our cat is old and sometimes poops on the bed, or she's just spiteful. I mean, she is old, but she's also regardless. I don't think it's age. Regardless, we have this like, um, it's in it's it's heavy. It's not. It's I don't know what the hell it's made out of, but it's plush. It doesn't feel like a tarp. Um, and you can wash it, so it has to be washable. Uh, but it is just heavy enough that on top of our down comforter, when you're underneath it, 
that feels really nice. But I was thinking that the other day. I was like, if I have a hard enough time getting out of bed now, if I had a weighted blanket, it was that little extra bit of like, ugh. Uh, I'd be like, nope, see you at 3 p.m. <laughs> Forget it. Oh, no, it's really, it's very difficult. It's really good for, like, anxiety. Um, it's it's excellent for that. So if I need to just calm myself the fuck down, it's going to be amazing. But most of all, it is a thing that falls off the couch and that I really don't want to pick up. That's so funny. It's so ridiculous. That's so great. <laughs> yeah, things you don't know until you have them in your possession. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly that. Mm. <laughs> Completely unrelated. Um, I might actually uh, do another vision board. I had cut a couple things out not too long ago, and then I gave up because I think I told you it's very weird to do a vision board when all you have is cooking magazines. It's very, yes. it's very weird. All However, you do is end up hungry. <laughs> this is exactly, but this is a piece you guys can't see it. It's an entirely. It just says it's bacon, and it says bring home the bacon. Yeah. I love and that. And I was like, that's, yes, that's what, that's what I can do this year. That's it. Uh, Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a very good Capricorn meme for 2021, by the way. Oh. Um, I can't recall what it was, and I don't know why I didn't immediately send it to you, but oh. I saw it and I was like, oh. <laughs> that was the worst story ever. I'm so sorry. It really was. There was no payoff. There was no punchline. There wasn't even, you know what, let me send it to you because now it's lost in the fucking algorithm. No, it was a beginning, a middle, and a... And a, <laughs> and a sad balloon. <laughs> but thank you for thinking of me. That's always a Yeah, you know, I mean, that's really the... That's the, that's the actual takeaway of that not story. <laughs> it's so funny. There are, uh, there are a handful of people in my life for whom I believe just really do feel like are quintessential Capricorns. Um, and I'm leaning into mine, even though I still have, I have issues, but, uh, uh, every so often when I'm talking to someone and they guess a different, they're like, are you a Leo? Are you? And I'm like, I feel like you don't know me at all. (laughs) You're too calculating to be a Leo. (laughs) Far too calculating to be a Leo. (laughs) Uh, So, um... Yeah, what, uh, oh, I, this is a sidebar, but, like, if you ever are in a place where, um, or this might even just be for me, like, if you want to get on a, a call where we don't really talk and then write, like, if we I, do a set, I have had really good luck with that in the past. We can do that with that, with uh, writing and with vision boards. I would like to wanted. talk to you if we do vision boards, though. Oh, fu- oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Should yeah, we, we try to have? This should we try to invite other people? Your face says no. <laughs> your voice was like, maybe I should do this just to be fair, but your face says no. <laughs> I miss people. I'm like gonna cry. I'm, I miss people too. I you miss have people. No idea. Slash fucking hate zoom <laughs> yes yes God, you have no I idea so much and i love i want to have a vision board party but i don't want people in my house yeah and also i don't want to do a zoom with 10 people so never well, mind let's just you and me right. do a zoom i know and you know what if you want you can have you can have shauna and emily over i figured yes. out this to split the difference you yes. and i could do it on instagram live so the other oh, people shit. could watch and comment if they wanted to. 
That would be fun. And then we could talk to them that way without having a whole... That is, that is accurate, yes. That would be fun. I love this. I love this. Yay. Look what you did. I fucking, I miss people. You have no idea. Like, yeah, Zoom is always weird. Unless it's one-on-one. One-on-one, I feel like, I really do feel like I'm hanging out with you. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. Once it becomes more at boxes, and then I'm like, fuck. But, but I can't tell tell you how good it feels to be on a Zoom with you for a, for a screening. Mm-hmm. Have your computer opened up to your kitchen so I can see, so I can see your germ bubble arrive at your door and people come the fuck in and hug you and eat and like pat your back like it's the 19 aughts. (laughs) (laughs) It is, I get to watch interaction. Yeah, that was really nice. Real live touching and <laughs> and joy like mm, I, I miss it a lot yeah. but I all but also getting to see it is really nice and kind of makes me feel like oh not it's everything. happening it's happening <laughs> yes it's happening it's not the road like when you open your door it's not like <laughs> a giant deadly wind tunnel dust bubble outside yes Yes. Psychically, maybe, but... Yeah, psychically, completely. (laughs) By the way, I know we talk about, like, a lot of people, apparently, talk about COVID nightmares constantly, uh, and I'm not immune to them, although that podcast really had me just having gentle dreams, for the most part, until fucking last night, and I had a couple nightmares while I was listening to it, which made me like, what the fuck, But, um, but I had... I, my COVID dreams are so upsetting now because mm-hmm. something really great, because they're not otherwise nightmares, because something really great is happening. So like last night, I dreamt that we got together with a couple of friends of Andrew's and we were just hanging out and like halfway through the hang, I realized how close we all were uh. and that we were touching each other and talking next to each other. And I was like, oh, wait a second. This ain't good. Mm. And I like backed up, but I was sure at that point that somebody got somebody sick. And then I had another dream where I was celebrating uh, Joy, Joy Nash. Oh, um, nice. Yes, that Joy was having this like, uh, not memorial, she was having this honorary ceremony in like a big church, almost like St. Patrick's. And uh, like she was part of, she was just part of these women being uh, vaulted for something. And I was there and I was like right next to the altar, like where the podium is and the person presenting and there was a big slideshow and the the church is full of people and Joy is right there in front of me and I'm like squeezing her hand. I'm like, yay. And, and everyone's there and I finally realized there are people like on all sides of me and no one has a mask on. And I've been at this ceremony for a fucking hour. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, no, don't ruin this nice thing. No. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. So they're not nightmares until I realize that, like, oh, my God, a plague is going unchecked. And right. here we all are. Right. Right. <laughs> I used to have I used to have back a million years ago when I was on Atkins and did not <laughs> eat sugar for a full year. Um I would have dreams where I had eaten a whole cake. 
Like in the dream. Oh. In the dream, I'm like eating cake, and then I remember how bad it is, bad in quotey fingers, that yes, I'm yes. that I'm eating cake, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I've already ruined it. I may as well eat the whole fucking cake. Oh. <laughs> and that, I had multiple dreams like that when that was when that was my life. I, I now cannot recall whatever the dream was that I told you about last week that I was really excited. And, oh, yes, I can. Yes, the, the map room. Yes. That, that one. So when I had that dream, it seemed like it went on for nine days. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was a forever long dream. I logically, or I felt like, I must have been having this dream all night long. And it was only like a 15-minute dream oh, for sure yeah. because it only lasted as long as that audio bit went on. Right. Ba-boom! That's isn't really that fucking... is that ridiculous? Yeah. Like, this could have only been a 20-minute dream even though it, it felt like the whole night. Maybe we can program our own dreams that way. Who? Maybe if we Dream playlist. To... Yeah, I'm ready. Yes. Uh, should we play the Mortified game? Let's play some Mortified, but also, I'm Jen Ponton. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm Lillian Vessel, and uh, this is a podcast about, um, it's about, it's about if your soul had its IUD replaced. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. It's about those feelings deep inside you that you can't quite understand. It's, it's not an itch on the very inside of your ear or... On the very uppest part of your nose. Like, it's not like it, when it's, you... It's in there. Yeah. When you... <laughs> <laughs> the part that tickles when you do a neti pot. But feelings. But feelings. Feelings brand of that. I like that. <laughs> um, it's a whole new year of fucks, friends. Get ready. Yes. Okay. We're so... going we're gonna to crank open your hearts <laughs> with, a, with an emotional speculum. <laughs> That's right. We're going to insert our copper tender love in there. <laughs> it's going to be very hormonally disruptive. Oh, probably, yes. Uh, you, you might bleed. You will bleed without question. Um, okay. Um, so, as a reminder, fuck buddies, this is the Mortified Game. I can't believe I did that. Uh, super duper fun um, a super duper fun uh, card game that combines moments with uh, memory prompts. So the moment is that I'm drawing right now for Lillian is a moment when you had an intense obsession. Where to and begin? Okay. The subject cards uh-huh. that I will give you the choice of that I've pulled here yes. <clears throat> are school. Anything to do with school or a, a dance prom. Mm, yeah, okay. We can do dances, this. Dance um, class, intense, any kind of dance. Intense obsession. Intense obsession. A moment where you had an intense and obsession. Dance. Dance. So this is so funny because I had so many crushes that were barely you could bear like if you don't know somebody it's not I don't think you can really even call it a crush like but those those times when you are in someone's orbit and you're like I need you to notice me and think I'm pretty (laughs) um I um I mean, this is maybe like a warm-up story because this is not about a crush, but I 
I was I was with a group of of girls who would go stand right up next to the speakers during dances. Oh, and and headbang. And I was not a headbanger in any way. You weren't. I was not. Not only was I not a headbanger, I also didn't have MTV. I didn't have cable. So like I was also obsessed with learning all of those weird weird dances that you would only yes. see on videos yes, like the yes. the crisscross choreography and stuff those guys that ah. not christopher cross the singer but the the boys who wear their jeans backwards was um, that just like a little insert for our boomer friends <laughs> yeah or the young ones i don't i don't think that people in their 20s know who crisscross is they did i did I, sidebar, did yeah. I ever tell you that I listened to Criss Cross and my dad got so excited because he thought it would be Christopher Cross that he was like, oh, Jennifer, that's so exciting. Show me what you've got. And I put on like oh. jump and he's like, what is this shit? <laughs> Daddy Mac will make you jump, jump. Yeah, come on, dad. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like I used to get that was um be- definitely before I was try actively trying to get boys to dance with me because we would get so disgustingly sweaty and it was fun. I remember coming home from those dances and being worn out and I remember saying something to my mom like I wish there was a way I could get exercise like that because I actually enjoy doing that and I feel like she laughed at me. Um <laughs> but I was definitely not trying to slow dance with somebody like, drenched in sweat at the end of the night. That was not. Yes. Oh, that's you were trying that... to learn the dances. That's I amazing. and I knew a lot of them. Fuck I yes! Know. I love that. There was a. I don't know if it was the Humpty. There was. There were a couple of the ones Humpty that were. Hump. They were literally, nobody ever did them. They weren't not dance club moves. They were definitely, right, right. like, someone did it once in a... In a music video. Every so often, my mom would see something that happened late night on, like, David Letterman. And she she would be like, come out here and look at this. You need to learn this. Because <laughs> I had no bedtime, and I was inevitably up until 2 o'clock in the morning. Sure. Do you have any obsessions, some dance obsessions like that? Um, This one's fun. Uh... This one's fun. There is a, a there's a boy who I mean, Gabby and I will talk about this frequently. He was just the most incredibly stunning <laughs> earthquake. This boy uh, he earthquake. Oh, girl! I have to show you pictures of him. Um, he was two years older than me. Incredibly, just stunningly. Stunningly beautiful, never ever looked like a teenager, like mm. very much looked like a young man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always think as like a 30 something year old, I can look back in the yearbooks and I'll be like, oh no, that's obviously a child. Very much not obviously a child at any state. Right. He was just the most like achingly beautiful person. Mm-hmm. And he was lovely. He was smart. He was friendly. He was a theater kid. Aww. He wore fucking puka shell necklaces and had oh, really like man. curly, gorgeous hair. He had long eyelashes too, didn't he? Oh, he had very, yeah. He had long eyelashes. Oh. He was so pretty and so weird 
and so cool and so kind. This was the boy who I believe at one point I told you a friend of mine brought as my birthday present. Oh yes, Yes. yes, that was him. No one was not my in precious. love with him. Oh, my God. No one was not completely head over heels. How could you not be? There was nothing to not oh, like. that's nothing. great. I mean, you would have loved him even if he were an asshole, but he wasn't mm-hmm. at all. And so he, um, there were, you know, like cork boards all over the school of like, Mm, intramural sports and like sometimes pictures from a French club or you know the and and they would just tack up three by fives or four by or or four by sixes and hit the end of his senior year was his senior prom and there was a picture of him in a tux with um a teacher I think at the at the senior banquet and it was up on the cork board and by the end of that year I was like yoink Yay. mine I still have this picture <gasps> that I did not take that I was not present for but it is this most beautiful human most beautiful wonderful human that nobody was not completely in love with oh that um, is hilarious and yeah I still have it I was such a creep I love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. How did those things not get stolen more often? Because we definitely had stuff like that, too. Like, of course. Yeah, right? uh... I took a number of those. For sure. I used to take all kinds of things, though. I was was not... I was was souvenirs. That's right. Free souvenirs. (laughs) Okay, boo-boo. A moment when you were uncooperative... Something that has to do with school or animals of any kind. So, oh, um, I'm sure I have the way that they the way that they break these subjects out. Like, it really you can run the gamut. Like, so the animal card gives you prompts like farm animals, circus animals, dinosaurs, Disney movies. (laughs) Disney movies. That's really funny. Okay, I have an uncooperative school one. So, um, I I think I may have told the story about how I did not get along with our choir teacher in high school at all. I don't recall anything about this. Really? Okay, well. (laughs) Um... <clears throat> Dear listeners, if this is if any of this is repeats, um, and you guys want to help us start a wiki of all of the stories that we've told, then. <laughs> uh, so, I was in. We had a jazz choir that was called Falcon Sound because our um, our mascot was the Peregrine Falcon. And every year there was the Mid Atlantic something or another choir right. challenge at um, James Madison University. Which is where Mr. Fields, who is dead now, um, uh, and he, it's fine. He knows what he did. Um, <laughs> he, he had been a Madisonian. And so there was like this, this fancy show choir at JMU called the Madisonians. It was the best I can say is it's like a farm team for 
good training for if you want to dance on a cruise ship or, or something like that before then trying to go on and do Broadway, right? It's like that type of show, like a, like yes. a Bush Gardens, like any sort of theme park style Sequins, show. character shoes. Yes. Yeah, Probably yeah, yeah. vests that are reversible. Um, <laughs> cummerbunds. Yes, definitely cummerbunds. <laughs> Uh, and our, our outfits were not cute. I was very, I look back on them and they were fine, but I felt very self-conscious in mine. I had to wear a strapless bra, which my body didn't enjoy. And also sure. was expensive when I was younger. Um, cause big boobs take rigging. Uh, and every year, if the, whatever group won the trophy at this mid Atlantic, whatever, would the seniors from that choir would go up and accept the trophy. Um, or at least that's always what our choir had done. And this year I knew we were going to win. We were so good my senior year and the competition wasn't really rough. Um, we had walked all the way across JMU's campus, which is very, very hilly. And which by the way is um, downwind and upwind respectively from a Wampler factory which is the, um, I haven't told you the story. Wa- uh, you did tell me Wampler because of the bus trip episode. Oh, but, right, right, right. But I have not heard the uh, accompany. We, we really only talked about the hellish time on the vehicle. Got you. So. Okay. So a chicken, a chicken farm and a dog food factory. And hills, just mountains everywhere. And we were walking. I don't know if you guys remember those terrible satin dyeable shoes. that you, Like the dye <gasps> yes. to match Shoes. Yes, mostly for bridesmaids, but certainly for show choirs. Yes. Uh, and my feet, I didn't understand, you know, that sometimes some people's feet are just wider than others, and sometimes you can buy wider shoes. Yes. We Nobody weren't. ever makes that information available. I just ended up in a fucking avenue one day, and I was like, what's this letter mean? And they were like, wide shoes. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was in my 20s before I found wide calf boots. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and also, again, I would like to mention, this was the spring of my senior year, so I was 17. Uh, they We, for some reason, had to change at this one spot, walk across campus to sing. Um, then after we sang, uh, they marched us all the way back across campus. Now... Eh, now knowing who I am now I would have brought other shoes or I would have like changed into my um uh, whatever I would have done something where I didn't have to walk across campus in those shoes but that wasn't an option I was a wreck by the time we got back to the place where we were changing and I had already gotten out of everything like I walked in and literally as shy as I was around people just fucking stripped um and I hear uh girls and it's Mr. Fields we forgot to take the picture. So everybody put your stuff back on. We're going to go back to the theater. We have to take the picture. We have to take a group picture. And I was like, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. And and he was like, what do you mean? You're not gonna. And I was like, I mean, my whole body hurts. Those hills were awful. These shoes are bad. I already took everything off. And you guys take the picture without me. And he says my full name through the door, and he says, if you don't come back with us to take the picture and we win, you're not going up to accept the trophy with the other seniors. What the fuck, man? That's and so I said, shitty. you know what? I said, you know what, Steven? If that makes you feel better, then fine. 
And and that was not the very end of the school year. So our relationship was fully, fully contentious from like there to the end. He did something where he didn't let me sing a solo I was supposed to sing in the in the senior um, concert. Like it, he was horrible. And when he died. The first thing that I thought of was that Morales' song from from Chorus yes, Line. Yes, and I felt nothing. Yeah. Um, and other people started reaching out to me about a memorial that they were doing for him. And I was like, no, thank you. He was a monster. He, he fucked up my confidence in my voice. He fucked up my confidence in how I looked. Like, he repeatedly said oh, terrible things to hi. me about, um, like, my music choices. Uh, he... He was like, pick a Broadway song for a thing. And I sang, um, I don't know how to love him from Jesus Christ Superstar. And he was like, you can't sing that song. You don't know what love is. You did blah, blah, blah. I was like, he's like, that's a very mature song. That's like a song being sung by a prostitute, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what I don't. fuck, man? It's, it is called acting, first of all. And second of a. all, like I was working with things that I already had tracks, learning tracks to you're not providing us with anything. Sorry, so this was a very long rant. Oh my god, I know I had no idea that you were going through that. Uh, that's also probably one of the reasons why I didn't specifically choose a school with a musical theater program because I was, I was tired of, oh. of of directors. I was tired of music people. Yeah, I could totally get that, for sure. <sighs> anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, it, it was it was just definitely one of those moments where it was like, I, I'm gonna put I'm gonna stand up for this thing. Oh, and chafing. Yeah. Also, my thighs were chafed because I was wearing um, pantyhose yep. that was too small. Yep. Yep. And I had cheese grated my thighs all up oh, and down those. Yeah. So I couldn't have like if you had rolled me there in a wheelchair, I could have maybe stood up, but I was done. You were done. And you set a boundary with a grown-up. Yeah. Which is fucking amazing. He was a child. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly. <laughs> right. I'll never theory. understand teachers that have that power trip thing with kids. I will never understand it. Oh, that's awful. My my choir director, by contrast, who is now, very sadly, uh, she passed away a couple of years ago, was a fucking lovely wonderful individual so wonderful kathy hartman uh nay k-dog by (laughs) not me but i'm pretty certain my friend annie nice and apparently k-dog lived on through the end of her life uh that name Went on for the classes after us forever and ever That's and ever. That's so cute. And so there were kids who were like current students when she was still teaching who were like, yeah, this is K-Dog. I'm like, no, no, she was K-Dog like 15 years ago. What are you saying? <laughs> but she was she was wonderful. Just always so loving and so supportive and definitely tolerated so much of my bullshit. For sure. <laughs> So to- the amount of co- the capacity that she had to tolerate adolescence was truly otherworldly. <laughs> That's so great. Other- and mine, I mean, mine was not that bad given what she had to deal with. But uh, 
I mean, I didn't make life easier. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That said, I was so uncooperative in so many ways. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the number of times that I bucked a rule simply to buck a rule are innumerable. Especially (laughs) because I was such a good kid. Oh, I hear you. You know, like, I knew rules were there to keep kids safe and to hopefully keep them out of substance abuse and to hopefully keep them out of, like, destructive sexual uh, incidents, uh, to keep them out of, like, cars while drunk or whatever. I wasn't doing any of that shit. So I felt, honestly, entitled to do the stupid shit that I wanted to do. Yep. (laughs) I hear you. You're like, I'm doing so well. Doing this so well, I am not hurting anyone. No. I want to do one stupid thing that you say I shouldn't do because it's a rule. Yeah, like like when I left campus to go get Slurpees for everybody and wound yes. up with fucking in school suspension. Yes, that kind of shit is so. I came so back. Stupid. I only got caught because I came back. Fuck that, man. Oh, God, that's happened to me before. I only get in trouble because I then mitigate the damage. Right. Fuck that. Mm. Fuck that. Um, yeah, I was I was so uncooperative in so many ways that I could. And um, they, re- they did rear their head in high school because, uh, because they, tr- they tried to have more security over the building after. After Columbine, which mm. happened my freshman year. Whoa. And wow. Yes. So I my almost my entire high school experience was high schools reeling and figuring out how to make buildings more secure. Mm. And my school didn't have it down, but basically they just started kind of arbitrarily locking doors sometimes that used to be open. Mm-hmm. And so when an errant security guard was like, ah, we're going to lock this door, I would like place a piece of tape over the latch so that I could get the fuck back in. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I would put a stone in the bottom of the door, especially because in my choir room, which was in a bomb shelter... <laughs> old yes. building. Uh-huh. There was like we actually had the biohazard. Oh yeah, we had a couple um, rooms like sign. that too. Yep. And that so the en- you could enter the choir room from the outside of the building. Oh. It was you could do that with our shelter. band room, which was right next door. I know band what you mean. room was the yeah. same. Yes. So uh, that was a door that nobody else but the choir and band nerds knew about. Mm-hmm. No one else would ever try and use it. However, if you needed to go into school after hours or on the weekend, it was usually unlocked. And as they were like, well, we have to be more secure, they'd start trying to lock it, and I would start putting shit in between the door <laughs> and the jam to keep it open so I could do the completely harmless shit that I wanted to do. Yep. 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 <laughs> because I am willful. <laughs> And I will say that the stupidest, truly the stupidest one of all, I lived on campus uh, in college. I did a lot of it in college. Ooh, I did so much in college. Especially because I was like, well, now people are doing way more dangerous shit all the time. And it's not me. So let me do all the dumb shit I want to do that I am now paying you to have the ability to do. 
least before school was free. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. But now I'm paying you $15,000 a year to not do fun shit? Yeah, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. So I lived on campus in the winters and summers as well in my dorms, which were almost completely empty, especially winter. Nobody took winter classes except me and like three kids. So, and they were all commuters. So I was living pretty much alone in my dorm one year when the fire alarm went off and all we had ever had were fire drills. And I willfully stubbornly absolutely asshole uh i sat in my dorm room with that shrill fire alarm going off and i turned the television up (gasps) and then when the fucking ra on duty who might have been my friend lisa who was not my friend at the time. She was just um, uh, an authority figure. Sure. (laughs) Yay. Uh, But she has become my friend post-college. But uh, I think my friend Lisa, like, banged on the door and was like, you're on the list. We know you're in here. You need to evacuate. And I'm like, it's just a drill. It's winter. And she's like, bitch, you could be dead. Like, you need to get out. This is safety. And I... (laughs) finally left the building i stayed in my dorm room and these are like current buildings you know what current fire alarms sound like they're not bells they're like those beats screamy things yeah they're so screamy they blend up your brain i do not know how or why i did it i just know that i sat in my motherfucking dorm room and i turned up the tv (laughs) like an asshole opt out (laughs) opt out entirely oh my god it was fucking bananas so i went to college in st augustine florida at flagler college which is the main building which at the time i was the girls dorms were inside of the ponce de leon hotel um and it's old and beautiful and the rotunda has all of this carving and it's it's got this crazy mosaic floor and it is uh you had to go the the downstairsist area um at the time was open to tourists because it's a historical landmark and you used to be able to wander up to the second part of the, the cupola rotunda area um, they don't do that anymore, which is great because that was like the our shared TV was up there, <laughs> which was also a nightmare. I, I hope that nobody actually has to do that anymore. But oh god, right? Uh, uh, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there was no inner dorm visitation, so no girls in the boys' dorms, no boys in the girls' dorms. Um, the most of the boys were in a whole separate other building. And, of course, at the time, I was, like, still uh, trying not to want to have sex anyway. So, <laughs> I was not <laughs> I was not trying to fuck in my dorm room. But uh, I don't like it when, like you said, like, well, that rule does not apply to me. So, there's no reason why me and my gay friend can't sit here and watch a fucking movie without having to contend with, like, Alicia, who won't stop watching uh, like the beginning of reality shows. Oh no! When they were the worstest. <laughs> um, uh, uh, 
so we we were not very good at sneaking into the, each other's rooms but what you could do there there was a security desk at one end of the rotunda um and it was a fairly big wide open area like a lot like a big hotel lobby like a big big hotel lobby um and the security guards were old and they all smoked cigars in their tiny weird little booth and yes. they didn't really care what was happening they just didn't want to look bad that was my read on the whole security guard situation yeah yep. um and uh, directly across from them and behind a giant pillar was a a door that led to a weird windy back staircase that had been a servant's staircase uh and it was never locked i don't know why Like, I don't think it even had, like, I think the lock was straight up broken. And there was definitely, like, a mop and some shit in there. Like, there's people who were, who worked there, obviously stored stuff in there. But you could tell that people weren't going up and down those stairs all the time. They were creaky as hell. And there were spiders. And I know this because we would go in there all the time. Now, (laughs) if you, the best time to do it was at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Because by then, all of the security guards were asleep in their booth, possibly also smoking and asleep. Um, Probably. (laughs) And then once you got to the top of that, there were two options. You could go and then either, um, if you went out one side of the stairwell, you were on a landing that was above the final girls' dorm hallway. So it, it... you could technically sleep, sneak into the girls' dorm that way, but that wasn't our aim. What our aim was, was to go and peek through a hole in a door at the ballroom, which we were told nobody went into because it was structurally unsound. However, it's been all redone now, and it is gorgeous. But we knew that that was a lie because you could see in, and there was storage in there. They had a bunch of stuff with sheets oh. and stuff. So that, of course, we absolutely tried to get pick that lock. And that didn't work because we're not good at things like that. But uh, <laughs> but what you could do was climb over a gate. I mean, climb over a gate with four stories of that windy staircase down. And then you could go sit on top of the elevator shaft. And there was this <gasps> little secret room that had lights and it had little windows and you could feel the rumble underneath you when somebody was using the elevator. And it was our hidey hole. Secret room? It was the best. Oh, it was the best. And every time I climbed over that, I scared the living shit out of my friend Chris. Like, he was determined that I not oh, only God. was I going to plummet to my death, but that somehow his, 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 he's slender. And I am not. And he would always, like be my spotter like he was gonna catch me and I was like I'm just gonna kill both of us like don't yeah right don't be a hero bud don't be a hero <laughs> so then after we That's found amazing. that I like oh secret room yeah and and shockingly few people rooms. shockingly few people knew about it um and we didn't That's tell incredible. people about it because we didn't want we didn't want people to blow it so occasionally my roommate would take boys up there to make out um but she also had a car, so she could take boys in the car or, or go places in the car. Uh, uh, and it just, we felt like such badasses. And yes! we 
at one point when I was visiting, they have it all locked up now because, of course, and they should. They absolutely they should. should. Let me say that right now. Like, Look, uh, uh, for the people who own it and have insurance on it, yes. Well, yes, for the safety should. of the, like, right. knowing right. that we were doing that and, like, knowing well and good that anyone could do what we were doing and then come down inside what you would think would is behind a locked, everything else was locked up tight. You couldn't just wander into the girl's dorm. Anyway. Oh, my God. Girl, that makes me wish that I had gone to an old school so badly. Alas, Ramapo really did not have any secret hidey holes, except the mansion. And I did not get to spend a lot of time in the mansion. Mm. Um, It was all based around a mansion. And, like, there's one house, administrative house, uh, like a carriage house, so whatever the property was that it was before it was college had this, you know, was a great sprawling estate. And the mansion is ancient, 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 and they believe haunted, but it's also administrative mm-hmm, at this point. Right. So of all the things that are highly monitored, that is the one. That's the one with security right. cameras. That's one with locks because it's got, you know, paperwork and private information and probably money and like right so the mansion i never successfully broke into and i didn't like try and weasel around in there um but it's absolutely the shit that i did in my high school which was an old building with lots of really creepy uh secret rooms that most students didn't know about and that's where i spent most of my time in high school but in college i just could not there wasn't uh there wasn't nearly enough boo <laughs> but that's amazing i'm i covet your story highly oh i gotta tell you if we if i had been a little bit bolder we could have we could have just i i wanted to be in that ballroom so bad but i didn't want to <gasps> get in trouble and also i didn't want to get other people in trouble in case they did that thing where like if nobody comes forward, then everybody gets fucked, you know? Yeah, no, that's such shit. I hate that shit. Yep. <laughs> One thing, I actually got paid for this. I ended up doing a musical, um, like a musical review, like a biographical music review in 2009. So you knew me at this point. Uh-huh. You might remember this. I was doing a show and I was cast as Kate Smith. I don't know who that is. Kate Smith uh, uh, was a fat gal who originally sang um, uh, America the Beautiful. Oh. Wait. That's not it. <laughs> mm. Just kidding. Do you want me to Google? You know what? I'm misremembering already, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm, all, I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to plow right through. She sang... Whatever Irving Berlin's song about America was. Oh, she's <laughs> so cute. Yeah, adorable. God bless America. Adorable. God bless America. Thank you. Oh my God, she's <laughs> so cute. Yeah, she was lovely. Um, she's from I, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, there is a there's a school down down the shore in Lakewood called Georgian Court University. It's a Catholic school, and they and it is a giant railroad tycoons property Mm. the goulds the gould property (laughs) and so at the time there was a producer who used the the 
used the big family Gould mansion on campus to do extra collegiate shows that had nothing to do with the students or anything. They were just shows that took place at Georgian Court, uh, starring actors that he'd hire, and it was very much for the blue hair crowd. Okay. Because the conceit of these shows was almost like a it was almost like a musical version of of um, a nighttime talk show. Like, so he hired this woman, a friend of mine named Tamara, to play Mrs. Gould for years. And she was Mrs. Gould for years. And she would greet, she would come down the great marble staircase and she would greet all these blue hairs in the crowd who were there with like tea sandwiches <laughs> and little cups of coffee. And she would have delightful banter with her butler. Um... And then she would introduce who her guest was that she was expecting for the for the day, mm-hmm. and that would that show would go on for a couple months, and then they would write another one with a different person. Mm-hmm. So they they did all kinds of people, and when they did Kate Smith, I was cast as Kate, and I did this really just crazy, quite enjoyable show. Like every day, I drove down the fucking shore every day yeah. uh, for months, and I did this little biographical musical review. But because it was in this ancient mansion and it was technically school property, but it was huge. And because the school had nothing to do with what we were doing and we were all adults and they trusted us, (laughs) we were allowed full run of that mansion, which was in like its original condition. Mm -hmm. These rooms were so, they were like Versailles. (gasps) Oh. Oh, it was so good. And so, like, Tamara and I would get ready in, like, the Gould's bedroom with, like, fucking gold leaf everywhere and, like, a giant canopy bed and these big authentic antique dressers and armoires. And then we would put on these big gowns. Uh Uh-huh. And my wig. And, uh, but we had a lot of downtime too. So I would get to just explore the house. And and because Tamara had been doing the show forever, she tipped me off. And she's like, so there's a secret stairwell over here. And it goes up into the servant's quarters. I'm like, can I do that thing? And she's like, you can totally do that thing. (laughs) So I would go up the creepy rickety stairs and go sit on in like the tub that was up on the fourth floor that was only the servant's floor. I got paid to do that shit. That's Nobody awesome. came down on my ass. It was so good. <laughs> oh, God, that's so good. That's oh, it was so good. fucking rad. And we were rehearsing through the summer. We were rehearsing through the summer, and I did the show probably from, like, uh, August through. I think my, my time with them was basically, like, August through Thanksgiving or Christmas. So I guess rehearsal through August, September, probably shows September, October, November, maybe December. And uh, and I got to spend so much crazy time in there. And it was before they were committing to really doing big renovations that would make the mansion more usable for their administrative bullshit. You know, fucking drop tile acoustic ceiling. Uh, that, that nonsense. Uh-huh. That nonsense that makes sense for heating bills, but very little else. Right. <laughs> Hate it. Ugh. To piggyback off of that, um, yes, uh, secret places. Yes, when I did shows at the Barrow Mansion with the Attic Ensemble Theater, 
um, who they were mm. awesome. They were very active in Jersey City for quite some time, and I think that we were yeah. we were Blythe Spirit was their last show. They didn't know it was going to be their last show, unfortunately. Right. Um, but uh, this is a it's a it's a big old mansion uh, on Wayne Street in Jersey City. Um, it's got a gate. It's set back a little bit. It's got like it's it looks like a mansion. It's got fancy stairs going up to the front, and now it's like offices. And then most of the downstairs is um, AA and other anonymouses. Um, they've mm-hmm. got like a whole coffee setup back there. They have they keep their chairs, um, and so like at any given time, there'll just be like a bunch of guys chain smoking cigarettes. <laughs> outside Mm. um and uh we our dressing room was in the basement down the hall from where the aa meetings were (laughs) unfortunately our um the theater was like directly above where the aa meetings were and every so often a show and a meeting would coincide so you'd be in a very quiet moment in the show and you would hear people like screaming and clapping downstairs because somebody got a chip <laughs> that's great that's great but you know what very jersey it's super jersey <laughs> so uh downstairs we we would change in the area that had the pool table in it like a billiards the billiards room which was too small for a pool table um mm. Uh, let alone a pool table and six people. So the other side of that was the Tulane bowling alley, a la Girl <gasps> Interrupted. Oh yeah. shit! I have a I have a picture that I can send you of me all dolled up and like, oh, I'm pretending to go bowling. Yeah. Um, and you know the point was to have room to spread out, not for us to like go fucking around with the bowling alley stuff. But it was all well, you know still what? there. Yeah. <laughs> It was all still there. I'm not hurting anyone. Exactly. That is my whole point. Like, I am not hurting anyone. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that place is haunted. Absolutely haunted. Oh, yeah. Um, at some point. I think I only auditioned for them once, and it was in, like, 2006. Oh, But I do okay. remember going into the Barrow Mansion to audition, and it was like, whoa. Yeah. Well, and it used to be, I want to say, like, a home for wayward boys or something like that. <laughs> No! Um, Shit! And I've only been upstairs once, but I think that there's well, there's at least one level upstairs, if not two. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just really cool. It was one of the first time that I saw it. Nobody prepared me for it. They were like, we've been doing our rehearsals upstairs. And then they were like, oh, yeah, here's your dressing room. And I was like, can we can we get this pool table out of here? <laughs> and they were yeah. like, no, it's part of the historical blah, blah, blah. And I was like... Can we move it to the okay. side? And then someone was like, well, you can go in there. <laughs> you can go Should in there. Should that be our job in the after? What's that? Some kind of, like, very innocuous taking care of an old historic location that you or I would absolutely want to go into every nook and cranny and hidey hole, but that anyone else would be like, eh, it's property maintenance. I answer the phones. Like... I mean, I don't think I'm qualified to do that, but I'm into it. But who is, right? What's what People are the actual know how to necessities? Oh, no, no, no. I don't, I don't, no, no, no. Because I think they totally just, like, still hire electricians and plumbers and shit. But I mean, like, the administrative person oh. who's there to pick up the phone and be like, Barrow Mansion. <laughs> Visiting hours are. Yeah, the lady. I'm locking up. I'm locking up. 
I don't see why not. That's not a terrible idea. I don't see why not. Right? Uh, oh, shoot. I had a fleeting boop of something no. else that was in that same line that I wanted to tell you about a different place, and now it's gone. Oh, yeah. No, I remember. Um, my mom used to help take care of the Morris Jamel mansion up in Harlem, which was the Jamels are who Aaron Burr eventually married the daughter of. So it's like one of those places where it's like Washington slept here and blah, blah, blah. And it's smack. It's on a hill smack in the middle of Harlem. Um, Isn't there something like that above Washington, above or around Washington Heights that is like, is that it? Uh, it's it's like this one, and it's just a mansion in the middle of like a an avenue. Yeah, it looks like it does not belong there at all. It's sixty five Jamel Terrace, but yeah, it's at wow. it's around one hundred and sixty third Street, um, oldest house in Manhattan and museum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, right by a place called Coogan's Bluff. Uh, but yeah, it's right by it's right by that. Like, there's a big um, there's like a drop off. <laughs> Yeah, there's parts yep. of Harlem where it's just like, oh, this is actually a cliff. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's not yes. too far from the Harlem River Drive. God, I want to go there. I want to go to North Brother Island, oh, which is way more legal than it is. Brother Island, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yes. God, I love that shit. Oh man. Well, this was good. This was really good. This was fun. Man, I miss trespassing. I know, me too. So much. I mean, I have for most of my adult life, admittedly. But I I really, really miss it now, especially when, like, nobody's working anywhere. I know. It's gotten to the point where I kind of just want to go to real estate open houses. <laughs> just I poke around. love that shit. I know, I do too. I know, Ooh. I feel bad if I feel like I'm wasting someone's time. Like, I never do that. I'm usually like, I'm here for the cookies. Hi, I'm yes, an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's different if you are taking on a realtor rather than someone having an open house. That's fine, I think. Oh, okay. yeah, I would never call a realtor. I would never, like, hire a realtor Bigger and have them take me around you. to places. No, I would just wander around looking for the Weikert signs. <laughs> Wandering. Yes, I love that shit. Oh, my God. Uh, mm. um, this was lovely. I would like to... I would like to celebrate this this initiating 2021 energy, even though it doesn't mean anything tactile right now, sure. nothing tangible until the very least the 21st. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully after that, fewer and fewer people getting sick, more and more people out of hospitals. Um, but, um, like, what is your hell yes for this year? Oh, what's my hell yes? Just moving my body again, honestly. Like, I'm finally feeling to the point where I, 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 I want to. Like, I want to go for long walks and I want to explore places. Like, I want to dance. I want to hula hoop. I, <laughs> I got out my resistance band yesterday and actually did a little of that. Like, I, I, I'm, t- I'm, t- it's beyond being tired of feeling like a puddle of, of skin and yeah. moving into a, a positive coming, coming at it from a, uh, not from a scarcity mindset. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was talking to my therapist the other day and she asked me what my intention for this year was. And I, I hadn't thought about it. I just 
blurted it out, and it was finding joy in my authenticity. I love it. That's a good one. I love it. Yeah. It's really good. So, yay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We shall see what happens, but I think you're going to get to be more active and show more joy, and I'm going to get to explore more joy, and um, maybe I'll ever get to see you again and hug you again. Maybe. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, And fuck buddies, we have an all the fucks. Well, we have Lillian's birthday coming up in mere days. Yes. Happy birthday, Lillian. Thank you. It is almost my birthday. You are almost. What are you going to do for your birthday this year? Um, The weekend after my birthday, we are actually going to go to the Natural History Museum, which Yay. I'm excited about, except um, the Hall of the Meteorites and Gems is closed because it's too tricky to navigate with social distancing. There's yeah. a couple of places. Which, it's fine. I, I'm, I would much rather have it just be closed than have to navigate yeah, people. Yes. Oh, God. Um, And I'm trying to put together that sex trivia thing. Yes. Happy birthday. And happy almost birthday as well. A couple weeks later to all the fucks. We're going to have a special birthday episode this year. Figure out what we want to do. And uh, shout out to avid listener Rebecca, whose birthday is the day right after mine. Ah, second favorite Capricorn. I fucking love her. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, gang. That's it. Take a deep breath. Have set yourself some intentions for what is hopefully going to be a better year than the last one. And we love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.